And so if we remind ourselves, like, if I'm inspired by seeing others transform, then others will be inspired by my transformation as well. Yeah. And so how can we share this? How can we expand this for the greater good of everyone else? Because ultimately we just, we want everyone to have this peace. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and happy Monday. I had to, had to, had to, had to release this episode and this conversation. It's not much of an interview as it is more conversation with my current client, Alexis Florentina. We did a Instagram live together and it was supposed to be just like a quick 20 minute Instagram live talking about the Academy of Breath and talking about how she integrates meditation and breath work into her work as a trauma and emotional freedom coach. She is so powerful, one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met and I'm so grateful that I get to support her. But anyways, we thought it was going to be a really quick conversation and it ended up being a little bit longer than that, but also just such a beautiful conversation spanning from meditation to breathwork to community connection and finding solace with like-minded souls and it just felt like a no-brainer to release it here on the podcast because I enjoyed having this conversation so much and like I said she is a past well actually current client of mine and it has been such a joy to watch her launch her business and she is actually launching a program called the journey home which is a one-month immersion really focusing on developing the communication practices with yourself and with your relationships to find your journey home and really establish those healthy boundaries and a lot of self-love work, a lot of trauma healing. And it's, it's a powerful, powerful program. So I wanted to give her a little bit of extra love with the launch of this program and also just show you how so many people are integrating meditation and breath work and what they've learned in the Academy of Breath in their work that they're doing. You know, I've talked about it from a couple different perspectives, but it really is such a robust training that you can use in so many different types of businesses, whether you're a yoga teacher or a coach or there's Reiki healers that go into this program. And there's definitely a purpose to it spanning so many different types of wellness and healing work because these tools can offer us so much more than just the you know, stress management and the 10, 15, 20 minute practice. And I know I've talked about this quite a bit, but I actually was talking to a yoga teacher in my DMs the other day and um, they had asked me, you know, what is the difference between this and what I would learn in my yoga teacher training? And I think that's such a good question because I specifically created this to fill the void that I felt wasn't met in the various trainings that I had done because I've done yoga teacher trainings, I've done meditation trainings, I've done breathwork trainings and they were all beautiful and wonderful in their own regard but they lacked this cohesion and real world implementation that I really think is necessary especially in today's day and age when there are so many different trainings out there and you know every day there are new yoga teachers or new healers or new coaches coming out on the scene so how do you differentiate yourself how do you stand out how do you really walk your walk and have integrity with your work and I wanted to answer those questions with the Academy of Breath because it really does teach you the in-depth academic research behind the nine different breathwork techniques and three different styles of meditation and at the same time you're also learning the extensive spiritual and ancestral origin of these practices so you can combine both the art and science of these ancient tools 
And this is really important because I see so many different trainings that really erase the origin of these tools. You know, we're all about modernization here in the West, but there's so much beauty in looking at who developed these tools, who cultivated these practices, who brought them over to the West and where they initially, like the why behind why they initially were being used and being cultivated. And so I love talking about like the history and the origin. I love also diving into the academic research, but then I also like taking it a step further and giving you the support to own your voice as a teacher. So you not, you don't just sound like someone else, but you're really stepping into your own authentic expression. I'm giving you the tools to integrate both of these breathwork all of these breathwork practices, these meditation practices as a tool for developing your intuition and connecting to your higher self, how you are able to use these tools for subconscious reprogramming, manifestation, and also in quantum physics, they use it. So I really did, like I said, create the Academy of Breath to fill a void that I had when I was going through all of my teacher trainings. You know, I think some of them leave you hungry for more knowledge and new ways to support our clients and our students. And I wanted to create a place where you would learn how to show up online and share your voice, learn tools to support yourself in creating a sustainable and successful online wellness business where you get to have both the impact and the income and also have the support of a teacher that really, really wants you to succeed in all aspects of the word and is happy to watch you use these tools and integrate them into your own business. You know, I hear all the time horror stories of teachers or coaches not wanting you to duplicate their work and for me it's just like these tools are meant for all of us to share and to create a ripple effect with and so that's really my intention behind the academy of breath you know I want as many people meditating and breathing as possible and I truly do believe that these are the tools that will change this world and I would love to support you and so today is the very very last day to sign up for the academy of breath I am releasing this episode on August 31st. We start tomorrow. There's two different options weekly for calls. So there's a Tuesday afternoon call at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's a Wednesday morning call at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you can go to either of those calls. You can go to both of those calls if you wanted to. Um, There's also going to be accountability groups. So you have smaller groups to connect with, to learn from, to support each other. And there's the entire community of past students and current students. There's classes weekly within the Facebook community, master classes released every single week for you to dive into and just love up on yourself through all of the different ways that we can use this tool, these tools that I shared already <laughs> as I'm saying this. And so there's just so much in this training. It really is so much more than a teacher training. And if you're feeling called to join, there are two different ways that you can join. One, we have the painful option. There's also a six month payment plan option, which breaks it down to only 265, which is just so freaking accessible. So anyways, link is in the show notes. If you are listening to this episode and it is Tuesday, September 1st, and you're like, oh my gosh, I missed it, please send me a DM and I will get you in. But otherwise, this is the last chance to enroll in the Academy of Breath this year. So make sure to head to the link in the show notes, sign up, enroll. We're waiting for you with open arms. Can't wait to give you a virtual hug. So excited for this program. So grateful for all of you that have already joined and all of you that are making your way to the Academy of Breath now. And so without further ado, we're going to jump into this week's episode with Miss Alexis. I am so excited for you guys to listen to this conversation. Like I said, it's not so much of an interview as it is a conversation, so I hope that it feels like all three of us are sitting together, enjoying each other's company, talking about the beauty of allowing yourself to receive the tools and transformation that meditation, breathwork, healing gives us. And so everything that you need is in the show notes today, whether it be the link for Alexis's course, The Journey Home, the link for the Academy of Breath, and I'll also link to her Instagram as well so you can follow her. So go ahead and follow her, support her, love up on her as much as I love her. And I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation. So excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm really excited to share with everyone, with both of our audiences, all the things that we've been up to and share a little bit about the Academy of Breath. Yeah, absolutely. I know I'm super excited. Um, I just had a meditation this morning that I, I had like this flashback to, I think one of our calls 
oh, about the visualization. Visualization is my favorite type mm. of meditation. And, um, I had like a flashback during my, my visualization that kind of took me out of it um, and then kind of brought me into one of our calls for some reason where I could just see like the screen <laughs> of everybody in it. Um, and I just remember like the, the feeling, at least for me, visualizations give me this feeling where suddenly I'm just not in my body anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was taking me a really long time to get to that feeling again until we kind of, I, at least for me, I kind of rebooted when we did the Academy of Breath and I was able to get to that feeling again. Cause for me, that's one of my favorite feelings, whether it's in breath work or meditation is when you're just completely removed from your body almost, it feels yeah. like you're mm -hmm. still within, but you're removed. Um, and I just had a flashback of that today. So I just, it's like, I gotta tell you that. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, and the cool thing about that is that anytime that happens, you know, for me, at least the way that I look at it is that we are changing. We are changing on a cellular level. We are elevating ourselves. We are snapping ourselves into this vibration of whatever the visualization holds. And so the power, I think, of visualization, especially if you're using it really intentionally to decide how you want to feel, who you want to be, what you want life to look like, is that the moment that we can feel into it and embody it, then we change the the trajectory of our timeline and usually it comes a lot faster because we are really actively placing ourselves in that vibration so the universe just has to catch up you know reality yeah. just has to catch up to us and fill in the blanks to be able to make our external world reflect our inner world yeah absolutely and it's it really goes to show i mean i i can't express enough how um, visualizations, specifically meditation in general, but visualizations have transformed my life and people that I work with slice because when you can shut off the world around you and you can kind of go into your own world, eyes closed and visualize what you, um, what your intention is and hope to manifest in your real life, it becomes so much clearer and it just comes with ease the minute that you open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's incredible to see how it does then catch up with your reality. And the more and more that you practice, that it becomes just a part of every day. You don't even have to, you don't even have to try anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you sit down in your practice and, and uh, you're divinely guided and with your intuition and your intention, it does all the work for you. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. show up, it's just, it's there. So yeah, it's, it's very, very, very powerful practice. Yeah. And you know, the cool thing about it too, is that it's a trust muscle that we're strengthening within ourselves, you know, like, mm -hmm. we are learning how to trust ourselves again, mm -hmm. simply by tuning out the outer world, tuning into our inner world and staying there first, to receive the guidance to receive the vision to receive the dream. And I think that, especially in today's age, when so many and especially in 2020 when you know we're all at home we're connecting via social media um, and the internet mostly right now um, it's so easy to get caught up in the shoulds it's so easy to get caught up in what other people are doing it's so easy to be influenced and for me really visualization meditation and breath work are these tools of releasing the attachment to influence releasing the attachment to everything that's going on on outside of yourself so that when you are in that really pure space in your meditation practice or in your breathwork practice, whatever you're receiving is it, it's it's whole. It's it's yours. It's it's divinely downloaded into you. Um, and I think that that just supports you so much in building confluent or confluent confidence around what it is that you receive versus feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome or maybe self doubt because um, you know we're not necessarily clear on like if it's ours or someone else's. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I think a, a huge thing is the trust part mm. is, is as a whole, as, as human beings, I, I feel that we, um, we go through our life and we kind of unlearn trusting ourselves. And so a yeah. big part of meditation and breath work is, is learning how to trust. Cause I know that in the beginning, when you first step into meditation and you first step into breath work, it is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's hard, you know, it's hard to move through. It's hard to sit still. And so it really is a trusting process and an unlearning process uh, that we have learned over time. We're programmed to believe that we're going to fail, to doubt ourselves, to, to betray our own intuition. And so it's really that trusting process of, again, 
moving away from the shoulds of the world and the shoulds of our belief systems and coming back into our own guidance and the truth that we are born with. And yeah. so it's, it's such a beautiful process, not only to learn the practice, but to learn how to trust um, your intuitive guidance in the process yeah. to get from point A to point Z, which is, it's, it can be much more fluid than I feel a lot of a lot of us think it is in the beginning. We feel we like want to make it so overcomplicated, so difficult. <laughs> it's like you have to do this and it has to be perfect and all these things. And yeah. it, it really is just it's so it can be so fluid and so natural. Um, and it really is such a beautiful, beautiful transformation just in in learning the process. Yeah, you know, and like the thing is, is that you, I think in our Western world, initially, the way that we started welcoming this idea of meditation and not even breath work, I mean, I feel like breath work is still pretty new to most of us in the Western world is that with meditation, it's like, oh, stress management, you'll be less stressed out, you'll sleep better, you know, your body will have less inflammation in it. And to me, I was that was, you know, my gateway as well, too, of like, okay, mm -hmm. great, this will be a tool to help my body and my mind. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that there was this like treasure chest that was waiting mm -hmm. for me from developing that consistent practice from deepening my practice from adding breath work in it felt like i was unlocking basically the secrets to the universe and to mm -hmm. life and i know that that sounds so wild and almost unbelievable in a way and and i tell a lot of people you know sometimes there's not words to and i'm sure that you experience this as well too it's like sometimes there aren't words to describe what happens what goes down in the meditation practice yeah. because it is so it truly is so divine. It is the it is the thread of that existence that runs within all of us and that fulfillment that we're all really looking for, but usually we're searching outside of ourselves for. And I think that that's one of the beautiful gifts that I've found in meditation is that it's so much more than just stress management. It's so much more than just the 10, 15, 20 minutes we spend in the practice itself. It is not only a lifestyle in a way to me, but also a way to reawaken to who we really are and the power we really hold. And I think that that just spreads like wildfire throughout every area of our life and is such a gift that mm -hmm. anybody can access, you know, and, you know, we're going to talk about the Academy of Breath, of course, but meditation itself, like my intention is just to get as many people meditating as possible. That's why I create free meditations. That's why I talk about meditation all the time, because it is a free action that we can take. It is a free devote, daily devotion that we can do in order to better our lives. And I know that it has been the single most powerful and transformational thing in my life. And that's why I'm so lit up and like turned on about telling every single person I know, yeah. because if you do actually do it, your life will change. You will be a different person. Like, and I, the coolest thing was some people that went through the Academy of Breath or a lot of people that went through the Academy of Breath had said to me like, oh, you know, you shared at the beginning that we would be different people by the end of this. And I was like, I don't know, it's only six <laughs> weeks. Um, and then they had shared with me at the end, they're like, yeah, you were right. And it's so wild to see how quickly we can shift when we actually show up for ourselves and do the things that we know are good for us and know are going to propel us forward. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, exactly what you said is that it's this free way, this free guide for us to tune into that we're born with. It doesn't take, there's that as so many people ask me, you know, how can I meditate? I've never done it before. How can I use breath work? I don't know how to do it. It's and the thing is, is that it's, it's innate and it's instinctual. Mm. But again, it's mm -hmm. that unlearning process of like, how can we peel back the layers from what we've learned to stray away from our truth and to stray away from something that we're born with and come back in tune with ourselves? Because yeah. all it takes is your intention and your breath and you meditate. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. the thing is that we make it so we make it so much more difficult than it needs to be. Um, but it truly is such a gift, especially when we, we tend to focus on so many of the things that we have to do in order to expand, in order to heal, in order to better ourselves, in order to grow. You know, we we try to dip our toes in all these different things to fix ourselves when we have something that is so powerful within us already. Yeah, and that can uproot us and transform us so much. I know that I fell in love with meditation a few times over my life, but Same. really when I, I struggled with extreme pain 
throughout my life. And it was it's kind of like fibromyalgia, but through exercising, through yoga, through so many different things, I fell in love with them, but they just created more pain. And it caused even more stress and even more anxiety and even more yeah. frustration because I couldn't get that outlet of moving energy. And once I fell back in love with meditation, I realized I can move my energy more by stillness and by breath and by intention and by tuning into my intuition than I ever have been able to with any workout, with any, you know, physical movement. And it's painless. And so it's, it's really a testament to how powerful our bodies and our intuition and our breath can be just yeah. on its own. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we question our power because we've been told and shown by everything outside of us that we don't have power, that we don't know. And so I feel like this is even like a practice that goes against the grain of the societal norms. And as it is being more and more integrated into our Western world, I'm over here celebrating and super excited, but I'm also over here wanting people to know that you can go deeper than just using it as a tool to not be as stressed out or mm -hmm. to sleep better at night because there is just so much more to it. And again, like I said, it's like that idea that you do actually know and that you mm -hmm. do have that inner compass inside of you and that inner compass will guide you throughout everything in right. life. Absolutely everything. Right. Yeah, that's it. It's true. We we are our own compass. And we, we oftentimes search for external validation and for support, which can be very supportive at times. But really, when it comes down to it, we have all that we need within us. Rumi mm. says it for a reason, you know, everything you yeah. need is within you. And, um, and I feel like a lot of us then have to even take apart that quote and say, well, what is it that I have within me, I have to search for all these answers. And it's not necessarily that there's this huge answer that's going to come to you, but it's, it's what you're born with. It's what we're all born with. It's our breath. It's our intuition. Yeah. It's our guidance. Yeah. So it, it really is amazing. Yeah. Transformational. I feel like it's like existential in a way. Like we have this existential crisis mm -hmm. when we start meditating. Cause we're yeah. like, Oh my God, I, everything yeah. that I've known, everything that I've learned, I can yeah. question it all. I don't have to subscribe to it now. Mm -hmm. Who do I want to be? What do I want to believe? What do I want to decide I get to have in my life? Mm -hmm. And it, I remember when I started like really going deep into my meditations and having that come up, I was like, how do I even like interact in the world around me yeah. having all of this information and this power? Um, and I think that in a way it's almost frightening because so many of us walk around disempowered and it's taking mm -hmm. that power back. And it's just so cool, especially when you pair it with breath work because breath work is just like this like oh my gosh it feels like a shot of espresso on top yeah, of yeah. um a powerful already powerful practice but yeah I remember when I started going really deep I like almost didn't know how to like be in the world because I felt like I had this thing that that no one else or at least it seemed like no one else had. And then, you know, that's really why I created the Academy of Breath, because I was like, okay, I need more people around me that are teaching this, mm -hmm. that are on board with this, that I can talk to about this, like mm -hmm. I need community. And um, it was so gratifying and so much fun running through that first round. I'm so excited for this second round, um, because I see this as a movement, like I truly see this as a movement. And I think that my meditation teacher said it best when I was going through my meditation, my first meditation teacher training, he shared, you know, in the next hundred years, people are going to look back on where we are at now and have the same kind of like disbelief around meditation that we have around people that weren't brushing their teeth a hundred years ago. Yeah. It's going to be like, what? You didn't meditate? They didn't mm -hmm. meditate? Are you kidding me? And I, I want to be at the forefront of that. I want to mm -hmm. be at the forefront of bringing people back home to themselves, of mm -hmm. supporting people and equipping them with the tools to be able to navigate any emotion, any challenge, any opportunity, and to realign with the power of their soul and the infinite potential that they hold. And I mm -hmm. am like truly like full on board that breathwork and meditation are some of the only tools that really allow you to do that because mm -hmm. they're just so varied in their approach and robust in the way in which you can work with them to shift limiting beliefs to witness the stories you've been telling yourself to allow yourself to feel and feel deeply so you don't hold trauma or stored emotion in the body and yet can move it up and out in the moment 
to again, co-create and to step into the most expansive version of yourself and to really embody who you want to become. I mean, it's just so, there's so much that you can do in this container and that sometimes only takes 10 minutes that it just almost, it still blows my mind. And that's why I just love, 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 love teaching it. Yeah, no, it's, and it's such an amazing tool. And what's so great about going through a course like yours in the Academy of Breath is having that community. Because a lot of us feel when we enter this space of the unknown, whether it's breath work or meditation or, you know, just soul alignment, uprooting, anything of the like, is that we feel like we've been alone for so long in these emotions and in these needs and, and having that community to say, hey, I'm there as well, or I'm walking mm -hmm. a similar path is so empowering. Then it empowers us to be able to empower ourselves from this gift that we have within. And it just brings everything up to the surface so much quicker because mm -hmm. everyone's like, hey, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. So you know that you're not the only one there. And oftentimes I feel like when we, we do try to reach out and do things on our own and um, maybe take our time in getting support from a coach or getting support from a community, we can easily get disempowered just mm -hmm. because we're human beings. You know, we, we can easily get disempowered by our own doubts, our own fears, or maybe something that comes up when we try to meditate or something that comes up when we do breath work that we're uncomfortable with or we're not sure is normal. And so having that container um, with you, of course, and then with the community to say, hey, I'm there too, or hey, this is what I've experienced is so supportive because mm -hmm. it helps you stay in alignment with your path. It helps you stay uh, on that, you know, that growth path rather than coming back and feeling small and saying, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe it's not yeah. working. Maybe I, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Maybe, you know, you start to go into those doubt spirals. If you feel like you're alone and you feel like this isn't working for me or something's wrong with me because it's yeah. just, I'm not getting there. So yeah. that's what I, I feel like was one of my favorite things about it was having that container of individuals who were just so supportive and wanted, they wanted the community and the dialogue between each other mm -hmm. to say like, hey, how can we grow together? Like, let's talk about our experiences. Let's, let's integrate and um, expand. Hello, loves. We'll take a quick break from this conversation because sometimes we do need a therapist to support us when we are navigating trauma and navigating difficult times in our life. And that's why I love having better help in my back pocket for those times when I really want an unbiased therapist to talk to and help me navigate any uncomfortable emotions or even just to enhance the already good feeling emotions. BetterHelp is an online platform that matches you with a licensed professional therapist based on your needs. And so you fill out a whole onboarding form and then within 24, 48 hours, you are matched with a licensed professional therapist and you can start chatting immediately. The cool thing about it too is that it doesn't just have to be through a video chat. You can also do talk to text um, you can also do a um, phone call with them as well. So lots of different ways to connect and they have an app that makes it super easy and super secure to be able to get support from a therapist. So right now, BetterHelp is offering 10% off of your first month. You guys know I've shared this before and I'm sharing it again because I really, really stand behind BetterHelp. I love them so much. And all you have to do to take advantage of the 10% off your first month is go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash alchemized. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized for 10% off your first month. Let's jump back into the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I think we feel like our personal development and even our our the building of our business has to be this singular individual journey but mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be and i think mm -hmm. you know you're doing it as well too with the uh the journey home and mm -hmm. creating and facilitating this container for people to yes dig deep and uncover the areas that they want to grow in or where they've been holding themselves mm -hmm. back um but they're not doing it alone and mm -hmm. you are facilitating this space for them to be able to do so in a way that supports their soul, but also supports this collective rising as well too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's really, really the reason why I 
created the journey home, you know, holding the space as a, a coach one on one is incredible and amazing. But I also do see the benefit of, of having that container, the, the group coaching and the community around it is can be so healing and so supportive for a lot of us to have um, to have that accountability mm -hmm. from other people who uh, are like minded and who you know have your best interest in mind yeah. and who want the same in return and and because it can be it can be really hard to find that group of um, whether it's women or men or just that group of um, of people that you know can can be really supportive to you without any biased opinions or without you know having any you know manipulation coming in that can sometimes come from family members or from friends or just anybody that may be out of alignment with you. And so having yeah. that container of people who really want to support you and really want to build together is so, so incredibly healing and supportive. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and I was watching this live stream yesterday and the gentleman was talking about how, um, you know, when you find, and he was speaking more from uh, like a Christian sense, when you find God, then you, you learn to love people, even if they're different, even if they dress different, even if they have different beliefs, or if they, if, even if they don't believe in God, like whatever, it's like, you still learn to love people. And the way, as you were saying that, what came up for me there was that the even the, the Academy of Breath group and your group as well, too, it's all going to be different people. You know, we're not all the same. We all have our different quirks. We have our different likes and dislikes. We show up differently. But when you find these tools, you find that we are all one in the same and that we all carry that divinity within each and every one of us. And it just creates this incredible bond Mm -hmm. of understanding and compassion and empathy that I think so many of us are craving but lacking right now. Yeah. And it's the dissolving of that separation that I think brings us all together because we learn to love each other regardless of mm -hmm. who we are, how we look, what we believe in, how we show up and just accept each other. And I think mm -hmm. that that is something that we need more of in this world. And I think that what you share in the journey home, what I share in the Academy of Breath are mechanisms to bring that air of connection back in mm -hmm. that we've all been craving. Absolutely. And um, it's so important for, for me to, to share the, the value of having community with people because in order for us to, you know, demystify trauma and normalize speaking up about your truth and your limiting beliefs and, and for everyone to feel that they're not alone in life, which we've done for decades and decades and decades, having other people around to hone in and say, me too, I'm there, like I've been feeling this way is imperative. Mm -hmm. Whether it is uprooting um, trauma or whether it is using breath work and meditation as a tool for healing or as a tool in your own business, being able to take that first step and dip your toe in can feel really scary. You can feel like, am I going to be ostracized for this? Is someone, you know, will they not accept me? Will they shame me X, Y, and Z because of all the experiences and the, the stories and the patterns that we've built up over time. It is so supportive to know that you have these, you know, virtual hands to hold mm -hmm. and that you have these people who are saying, come, we don't care what, what has happened in your past. If you want to share it, we're here with open arms, but we want you and all of you, all the parts, and we want to be there with you as you're taking the step forward, as yeah. you're stepping in and you're trying breath work, as you're stepping in and you're, you're taking a chance on meditation, as you're stepping in and you're speaking up about your trauma, as you're stepping in and you're, you're um, voicing your fears and your limiting beliefs and, and everything below that and between that and you're showing up vulnerably and saying yeah. hey i want to shift my life in this way will you be there too and having that community is just so supportive especially you know when it's the community that's saying hell yeah we're there hell yeah, yeah we'll be there with you you know yeah. this is this is what this co-creation and this collective is about is bringing us together to to up level and to expand so that we can expand the world around us because mm -hmm. it starts right here it starts with one person then two then four then 50 then hundreds in yeah. order to expand the world and it really comes down to unity and it mm -hmm. comes down to acceptance and once we take that first step 
then we can empower the next five and the next 10 and the next 20 to take the step with us, yeah. which are the steps in order to expand and unify the world, which yeah. is, you know, the, the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it all starts with us. Like, it really does. I was recording a solo episode this morning on the podcast. And I'm like, the embodiment, it's the embodiment factor mm -hmm. of it, which you don't have to convince people you don't have to like, you don't have to speak any words because you embodying the practices does all of the talking. People want a piece of that when they see how you have transformed and it creates a ripple effect simply by you focusing in, on you first and getting good here and then radiating that energy out because there are so many people hurting in this world right now. There are so many people depressed, so many people anxious, so many people holding on to their pain mm -hmm. and sometimes just saying to them, hey, have you tried meditation? isn't actually going to be the thing that yeah. gets them to try meditation. Yeah. But if you are walking around being this, this example, this light, this, this, again, this embodiment of the tools, mm -hmm. they'll get interested. They'll get interested, they'll want to jump on board, and they will, in their own time, step up and do whatever it is that they are called to do. Mm -hmm. But it starts first with here, actually mm -hmm. doing doing these you doing and using and engaging with these tools healing yourself and knowing that through your own healing of yourself you are healing others absolutely that's such a huge huge piece that i feel people um, have a hard time grasping on i know i did for a long time is is knowing and understanding and rooting in healing myself is a catalyst to healing the world mm -hmm. when i heal myself it expands out. And one of my favorite quotes is, if you've, if you've been strong enough to hold on to the pain in your body, whether it be anxiety, stress, whatever, for your whole life, then you are strong enough to let it go. Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done. And so really it's when we start to see these people have these breakthroughs and have these transformations, that's when we get lit up. That's when we get excited. That's when we get inspired. And so if we remind ourselves, like, if I'm inspired by seeing others transform, then others will be inspired by my transformation as well. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so how can we share this? How can we expand this for the greater good of everyone else? Because ultimately we just, we want everyone to have this peace that they have within them, but to understand, you know, how to navigate it, how to unlearn, how to peel back all the layers to get back there so yeah. that they too can let go of the pain they've been holding on for their entire yeah. life. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of us just, we don't believe that we can get there. And it takes a lot longer for us because we get in the way. We get in the way of our own, our own expansion through yeah. the doubt and through the worries and through the obstacles that we manifest ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it can be, I know, like you've said so many times, like it gets to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, struggle doesn't is not the only option. And the thing is, is like, the reason why we have so much doubt, have, have so much resistance, have all of these ideas of, oh, it doesn't get to happen for me, or the comparison even, is that we're only comparing and measuring what is possible based off of what we've experienced. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when that's the only perspective that we have, that's all that we create and we continue yeah. to create. And when you can actually take a step back and do the scary unknown thing mm -hmm. and choose something that you haven't chosen before, decide something that you haven't decided before, feel something that maybe has felt foreign before, um, like excited, being excited or celebrating or getting your hopes up, you know, when you can feel into those things that maybe historically in your past have felt unsafe or unknown, uncharted territories, you actually begin to rewire your brain. Mm -hmm. And in that rewiring of the brain, you open yourself up to receive differently. Mm -hmm. to receive guidance differently, to receive mm -hmm. conversations differently, to receive people differently. And the beauty of that is that the more that you do that, again, the more that you actually become the new, improved version 
that normally thinks that way and normally feels that way and normally acts that way. And you drift further and further and further away from the version of you that thought that it had to be hard or that struggle was the only way or that you were never going to be able to change or never going to be able to release the stress or the anxiety. Last night, even I had this experience that I'll probably share more of later after I'm like out of it. But I had this experience where I had all of this anxiety come up. Mm. And it felt so, so similar to how I used to feel almost every single day six years ago. Mm. And even in that moment of feeling it so intensely, I knew that I had the tools necessary to move out of it. And that I would be able to hold space for myself to feel it, to feel it really intensely, but not to go down with it and not to make that my new, you know, my new baseline. And that's come from, you know, years of practice of being able to sit with myself, of being able to feel, of not shying away from the honest conversations that I have in my meditation, of knowing that even if there is discomfort there of, you know, sitting my butt down and actually doing the breathwork practices, that they will support me on an energetic, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual level in clearing out space so that I can get back to feeling good. And I think that for so many people, we don't want to take that first step. Mm -hmm. And we let the resistance get in the way. But I promise you on the other side of that resistance, there is so much beauty, so much power, so much fulfillment, so much joy, so much abundance, so much overflow. And everything that you desire is on the other side of your resistance. And so what if all it took was for you to do one thing, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, one grand gesture that says, I'm here, I am ready, I am willing, and I'm open. That could be the moment that everything changes. And, um, you know, to bring it back to meditation and breathwork again, I truly believe that we can make that declaration within the practice. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, be guided. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, that it's the struggle really isn't the first step because just like you said, you experience anxiety and, and you remember that that's how you used to feel. And some of us could make the decision to say, oh, this is familiar. I remember what this is like. I'm going to just go back in this place. And yeah. in the beginning of our journey, that happens a lot because it's safe. Mm -hmm. And the brain and the nervous system loves to say, this is safe, this is what we know, so we're gonna stay here. Whether it is fear, whether it is doubt, whether it's anxiety, whether it's stress, whether it is um, body image, whatever it is, when we're triggered in those places, it's so hard in the beginning for us to, to take the step, whether it is to sit down and meditate or to journal or to, to break out of it because it's safe, because that's all we've known. Mm -hmm. And the nervous system doesn't know any different, and that's why we get so uncomfortable because when we try to do something, then we allow our brain and we allow our nervous system to win. And we just say, okay, well, this is safe. Like this yeah. is what my body's allowing. And this is what I've been taught. This is all I know, whether it's, I, I know that I'm always going to stay in scarcity mindset mm -hmm. because I believe that I'm going to struggle. Cause that's what I've been taught. Yeah. Or I, I know that I just, I don't feel beautiful because that's what I've been taught. And that's all that I know. And it's safer to stay here rather than to learn how to love myself. Mm -hmm. And so, taking that first step into anything that is scary, oftentimes in the beginning, it's, it's even scarier than it really is in reality because breaking out of that safety net or that cocoon is, is like walking across a freeway to us. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to see? What am I going to, and, and, and that's the hardest part is taking that first step and staying there saying, okay, I've taken the first step. Now the second, now the third, and those first few steps, can be uh, can be very very scary for us when we are so used to staying small when we're so used to staying in the fear staying in the stress and staying in the anxiety it gets you know it takes us years and years of practice sometimes it doesn't always have to but it takes practice over and over to remind ourselves I have the tools I have the tools I don't have to stay here I don't have to stay in this story I don't have to stay in these beliefs I don't have to stay in what my mother taught me or what my X taught me or what my friends tell me or what everything around the world tells me about what I should believe and what I should think and how I should live my life. And until we can get to that place where we make the decision, which can be any moment now, you can make the decision now, yeah. make the decision yesterday, tomorrow, whenever it is, at any point in your life, you can make the decision to say, 
I don't want to stay here. Yeah. I don't have to stay here. It is safe for me to go forward. It is safe for me to break open. And then and only then when we make the decision to tell ourselves, hey, it's safe, I'm going to move forward, then we can fully press on the gas and find that expansion. And that's that beautiful, beautiful transformation that happens. But it does take discomfort. And mm -hmm. a lot of us don't like that. It's the same thing if we do a juice cleanse and we have all these symptoms come up. I hate like, juice oh, cleanses. Gosh. Yeah, but then if you, you know, if you stick to it for a full seven days or whatever it is, by the end of the time, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel light like a butterfly, so airy. Yeah. And, but it takes the discomfort, you know, it, it mm -hmm. does take discomfort. And we don't like discomfort. We like feeling safe. We like feeling comfortable. But any, any huge shift in our life, if we look back at uh, where we are now and think of any experiences in our life, that have brought us to a really great place. Most often we think we have to think back and remember in the beginning, it wasn't all rainbows and butterflies. In the beginning, no. there was some sort of struggle. There was some sort of um, discomfort in order to get on this other side. Yeah. And so it's just reminding ourselves and practicing over and over to get to that place um, and reminding yourself too that no one's perfect. You're gonna have days too where things will come up and it doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't working. It doesn't mean that you have to go back because, oh, I had a day where I was triggered and now I have to go back. It's that we're all humans and we're allowed to have the emotions. We're allowed to have the, the experiences come up. It's just what choice do we make when that happens? Mm, do, we, yeah. do we choose to stay here or do we choose to say, thank you for coming up and now I'm releasing you? Yeah, yeah, I no absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that one of the things that my mentor taught me from the beginning of our work together is that the moment that you ask for something, you are going to be prepared to receive it. Mm -hmm. And so if you ask to have a relationship where you feel fully seen by your partner and you have incredible communication and they love you deeply and you know they check all of the boxes well you're going to get prepared to let go of any of the stories that you've held about relationships you're going to mm -hmm. get prepared to let go of your own relationship tendencies that might be preventing you from accepting mm -hmm. love um, and same thing goes for business same thing goes for our own personal transformation we are constantly being pre prepared the moment that we ask for something and so if it comes up can we look at it as a gift and our own expansion rather than shy away or turn back and you know when you were sharing that it's like that saying the devil you know versus the devil that you don't know um both aspects of either staying in one place or growing are uncomfortable but one gets you to your goal, one gets you to a place of fulfillment, one gets you to expanding your soul, while the other one keeps you feeling uncomfortable, keeps you in this rinse and repeat cycle, keeps you feeling like life is happening to you versus for you. And so for me, I always look at it from this perspective of, well, do I wanna be uncomfortable and stay exactly where I'm at? Or do I wanna be uncomfortable and grow and learn and transform and love and experience? And I'll always choose the latter. Right. Yeah. Right. And if you think about it, it's, it is what we have to choose time and time again throughout our life that we, we do it subconsciously. When we're babies, we have to learn how to crawl in order to move around. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to do it, but we have to do it. We have to learn how to stand and walk and it's uncomfortable and we fall, we fall down, we fall down, we fall down, but we have to get up in order to keep up with life. Mm -hmm. We instinctually know what we have to do, but our beliefs, and our stories that have built up over time love to keep us back. Yeah. And so it's like, we weren't born with these because if we were, we would have never learned to crawl. We would have never learned to walk. And so it's kind of coming back to the basics and to the beginning of how can I emotionally and mentally and spiritually learn how to crawl and walk again? Because over my lifetime, I have learned to run away and to wall up my truth. So if we look back and we look back in all the places of how many times did I stay, like you said, in, you know, with the devil that kept me uncomfortable versus the one that did bring up discomfort, but allowed me to expand. How many times did I choose one over the other? Mm -hmm. And where did I go? Or what led me to where I am now? What happened when I stayed over here versus over here? Yeah. And really thinking of, you know, how can I get back to the place of 
desire and determination and you know really grasping confidence and knowing like i can crawl and i can walk yeah. and i want to get there yeah but again it's an unlearning process yeah it's a huge yeah. unlearning process mm -hmm. over time and, and it's unique to each and every person too which brings us back to like the beginning of the conversation where it's like you within the tuning in within the unlearning within the clearing space you will receive exactly how to crawl and then to walk right and the beauty of tuning into what comes from within versus what comes from without is that you do experience more confidence in the crawling and the walking when you get the guidance from here versus out here right right and that's i think that that is another way we get really stuck because we know what we want we know what we need to do we have we do have the answers within but then it comes up for us and we say but what if that's wrong yeah but what if somebody else tells me a different thing what if that's right mm -hmm. and so we're constantly searching for this external validation and we're just going further and further away from our truth inside which is ultimately going to bring us into the greatest expansion and into the path that we are meant to be on individually in our unique lives uh, but again, it just takes that trust. Like we said before, it's a trust process. Yeah. Trusting ourselves yeah. is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah. You know, it is, it's hard to trust people in our lives, but it's even harder to trust ourselves in trusting people and in trusting our lives and in trusting our experiences and situations. So it's really, it's unlearning and uh, coming back to trusting ourselves once again, which yeah. it's, it's not easy all the time, but we can make it easier by our mm -hmm. mindset and our will and our desire to yeah. to step forward and to crawl and to walk rather than, rather than to stay small yeah yeah and it's also doable you know it's not impossible mm -hmm. it's something that everyone yeah. is capable of doing and you know you and i are not anomalies in our growth there are plenty of examples that show that you are capable of doing it regardless of where you come from, regardless of where you're going, regardless of what you look like. And of course, it's not always a level playing field. We all have our own upbringings and experiences and mm -hmm. some people have it much harder than others. So I won't deny that, but you are fully capable and that's the bottom line. And it is doable regardless of where you're coming from, regardless of where you're starting out. Absolutely, yeah, you don't, you can't control the life that you were born in. You can't control the family you were born in. You can't control some of the things that may have happened to you throughout your life. But what you can control is how to move through them now and what you choose to do in your life. What story do you choose now? Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we, we can change our stories and by changing our stories changes our lives. Because if we hold on to the story that we believed when we were 14 or we believed when we were 20, then we'll never fully expand because we stay 14 or we stay 20. Yeah. We mm -hmm. stay, you know, we stay in that place. And I know that all too well because I stayed in those places for so long. Oh, yeah. And, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's normal. It's, 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 being, it's human, but we have the tools to change our stories. And it just takes the belief and the understanding in knowing that you get to decide. Yeah, you get mm -hmm. to decide. Yeah, you know? it's our responsibility. It's no one else's mm -hmm. responsibility, but ours. And that's why, you know, I love the work that you do. I love the work that I do. I love the work that all my clients do and everyone, you know, and even in the Academy of Breath, because it brings back that feeling of empowerment and brings us mm -hmm. to a place where we finally, finally, finally are like, yes, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it. I know it's not always going to be easy. I know it's going to be really uncomfortable at times, but I am fully capable. I can do it. Right. Yes. And it's that it's, it starts with the mindset and the mm -hmm. will and the desire. Oh yeah. And the, uh, you know, and, and the belief. And so it's, it's really shifting the belief system. And the first one really is the belief in knowing that you can expand, that you can change that, the stories aren't your own, that the beliefs aren't your own. And then from there, everything else will start to shift as well. It's the yeah. most important shift that you can make. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, I think people uh, don't believe that most of life is like 90% mindset. Um, yeah. But it is. <laughs> it, it is. And I think yeah. that that's what makes this work and these tools like meditation and breath work 
so powerful is that you really get to experience what your mindset is, have an honest look at it, and then decide from that point forward, is this how I want to continue operating? Is it really? Um, or is there a better way for me to look at this situation? Is there a better way for me to feel? Is there something I'm not looking at even that could be preventing me? You know, I'm experiencing that right now in my, in my own personal life where, you know, you think it's one thing, but it's actually something different. And the container that I've created for myself in my meditation practice allows that to come up without judgment, with just observation and awareness. And from that observation and awareness, we get to actively and intentionally choose how we now want to show up, how we now want to perceive the situation, how we now want to relate to it. And that is so empowering because we have a world of different ways to relate to it. And it's kind of, mm -hmm. I share bubble. So it's up to me to choose what option I wanna choose. Um, to make this experience better or to heal this aspect of my life or to change the way I perceive this experience or this person or this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. The, one of the most beautiful things about meditation practice is that it gives you the opportunity to self-reflect and investigate a little thoroughly, a little more thoroughly to shift you out of a place from a chronically reactive mm -hmm. place into a, a place that you can hold more space for clarity. Yeah. Because often what we, we love to do is to jump to conclusions, to react, to immediately go into a victim mentality or to become avoidant or whatever it is. And most often when we take that space, whether it is from a conflict, whether it is from an emotion, when we take that space to go inward and to, to move through it before we, uh, we react, before we make assumptions, before we make decisions, then we download so many more um, pieces yeah. of the situation that we may have not been able to see if we would have just jumped on it right away. Yeah. Which yeah, is a hard absolutely. thing to do. You know, the, the, we react emotionally and whether somebody says something that's hurtful or whether we have an emotion come up or we have a difficult day, we, we naturally want to just pounce on it. We naturally want to just throw the papers in the air and say, oh my gosh, this is happening, this is happening. But when we sit with it, we can receive so much more clarity and so many reasons and, um, and messages for why this is showing up. And we can yeah. move from a place of happening to me versus happening for me. Yeah, yeah. It's that space between reacting and responding that the breath yeah. can fill that allows us to not just jump on, like you say, the experience or the challenge um, and approach it from a way instead of responsiveness and space between you and the thing. And I think that's something that we all need to learn throughout our life is how do I not be so emotionally reactive, but instead bring forth this responsiveness from within that is a little bit more neutral and a little bit more, you know, level overall um, versus, you know, just reacting right away. And then 30 minutes later being like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Or I could have said that in a different way. Or, oh, now I see this other perspective because I've cooled down. You know, it can literally be literally be the space of three breaths between when it happens and when you respond. And it can create all the difference. And I think that that is so cool and such a superpower that so many of us can awaken and activate within ourselves if we so choose and if we're willing to engage these tools, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, shifting from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system, fight or flight versus mm -hmm. calm and cool. And it's tough for us to do that, especially when we are used to being in this vicious cycle of limiting beliefs and patterns and stories, or when we have unresolved trauma, or we have suppressed, um, suppressed emotions, and when we're not familiar with breath work and meditation, and, and we, have, we don't have these tools that allow us to move through the things that bubble up and pour over. And so when we do allow ourselves to sit with our breath, not only can we physically move energy out of our body, which is 
remarkable, but we can move our emotions into a different place and shift out of that, oh my gosh, fight or flight to cool and calm and understanding, even if it does hurt, even if it is confusing, even if it is painful, we can still move it over to a place of logic into a place of understanding into a place with more clarity to then address it and attack it moving forward in a much calmer manner rather than with fight or with flight on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Beautifully said. Well, we've talked way longer than I thought. I know. I just noticed the time here. All right, you guys. So the conversation actually ended at this point at the same time as my audio dropping out technical difficulties on Instagram have been super fun lately. (laughs) But I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation with myself and Alexis Florentina. She is a dear client and friend of mine and her program, The Journey Home, which starts very, very soon, is going to be so transformational for those of you that are really looking for that soul support. And as we talked about throughout the conversation, the Academy of Breath is open for enrollment. It's ending today though, so make sure that if you are feeling the pull to sign up and in this, if this conversation got you to the point of, oh my gosh, I need this thing in my life, the link is in the show notes for you along with everything for Alexis's Journey Home program, her Instagram, her website, all of the things, you know you're going to find it in the show notes. So I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation and I will see you all next week.